Good day, everyone, and welcome to today's Pro Assurance Conference call. As a reminder, today's conference is being recorded. For opening remarks and introductions, I will now turn the call over to Mr. Frank O'Neill. Please go ahead, sir. Thanks, Pam, and I'd like to thank you all on the line for joining us to discuss the two proposed transactions we announced this morning. We believe both transactions offer great opportunities for the combined companies. By the very nature of the transactions we're discussing, it's clear we'll be making forward-looking statements today that will deal with projections, estimates, and expectations. These and similar statements are explicitly identified as forward-looking statements subject to various risks, and our actual results may vary materially from current projections or expectations. Our SEC filings and this morning's twin news releases provide a detailed list of risks that investors should consider in connection with such statements. We will not undertake to be expressly disclaimed any obligation to update or alter forward-looking statements whether as a result of new information or future events, except required by the law and regulations. The content of this call is accurate only on Wednesday, June 27, 2012, the date of first broadcast. If you happen to be reading a transcript of this call, please know that we have neither authorized it nor reviewed it for accuracy. Thus, it may contain errors that could alter the intent or meaning of our statements. On the call today, we have our Vice Chairman, Vic Adamo, and Chief Financial Officer, Ned Rand, who are in Chantilly, Virginia, where they have been meeting with Medmark's employees this morning. Stan Starnes, our Chairman and Chief Executive Officer, is here with me in Birmingham. Stan will open today's call with some commentary on both transactions and their strategic value to ProAssurance. Stan? Thanks, Frank. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining our call. We have said before that M&A in our business is episodic, and this is proof, with two transactions being announced at the same time. Those of you with knowledge of what it takes to get a transaction across the finish line will know we certainly didn't plan it this way, but we are excited about both Medmark and Independent Nevada Physicians Insurance Exchange, which we will refer to as IND. Both transactions are strategic for us. Medmark is compelling because it offers us a unique opportunity to respond to risk in the medical technology and life sciences realm of healthcare. This is an area of liability we have been studying for some time because of its natural fit with our medical professional liability offerings. We were simply looking for the right partner and the right people. We found both in Medmark's. In addition, we have the added benefit of bringing in additional lawyers' professional liability business to strengthen our LPL line of business. Medmark is a well-known, well-respected insurer in medical technology and life science fields. Having been formed by the industry in the 70s as a result of the same market forces that gave rise to the creation of the companies that formed the backbone of ProAssurance. IND is equally compelling, not because it broadens our scope, but because it deepens our market presence in Nevada, which has proven to be a good state for us. IND is the largest writer there, and we are the fourth largest based on 2011 premiums. This transaction not only provides us a solid market-leading position, it gives us a real presence in the West. IND was founded just six years ago and has risen to market leadership through careful underwriting and appropriate pricing. ProAssurance has been in the Nevada market since 1993 through our former ProAssurance Wisconsin subsidiary. 
So we have seen IND actions in the marketplace, and we know they operate in a manner consistent with our focus on customer service and prudent risk selection. We share a common ancestry and policyholder-focused culture with both companies, since both were founded, like ProAssurance, in response to a lack of insurance alternatives in the commercial markets. Medmark is a profitable, well-managed company of 55 employees, and that this transaction would add approximately $41 million of direct written premium using 2011 premiums as a guide. Roughly 80% of Medmark's premium comes from medical technology and life sciences. The rest is in the legal profession. IND would add approximately $12 million in gross written premium based on 2011 writings. With Medmark, we would add approximately 3,500 policyholders based on March 31, 2012 numbers, about 1,000 in medical technology and life sciences, and the remainder in LPL. IND will add approximately 550 Nevada physicians distributed across all specialties. Medmark is already well capitalized, rated A- by AMBEST, and we are committed to securing the extension of our A rating to Medmark. Increasing Medmark's rating and increasing the capital base, standing behind it, will allow Medmark to compete more effectively in the current marketplace. IND is not yet rated by BEST, but we will address that as we get closer to closing the transaction. The management teams at both companies are exceptionally customer-focused and highly skilled. Medmark's team is led by Mary Todd Peterson. She will remain, as will all of Medmark's senior management. In fact, their agreement to remain with the company was a crucial step in securing the transaction from our end. Jim Hubin and his staff of six in Nevada have already impressed us with their insurance expertise, market knowledge, and their ability to make great strides in Nevada without resorting to the usual tricks we see from companies that are merely concerned with building market share regardless of the ultimate consequences. Jim and his team outsource most of their claims and actuarial processing, so we have some opportunities there to inject some of our greatest talent as an organization. As with most of our transactions, neither transaction is about cost-cutting synergies. These transactions are about leveraging market strength and operational excellence to our combined benefit while maintaining our close-to-the-customer philosophy. Medmark will become part of our organization, but in a way that is more like PICA, where Medmark will remain a separate and distinct subsidiary so it can bring its unique skills and special customer relationships to bear on its customer base. As an example, Medmark is closely aligned with the Advanced Medical Technology Association, or ADVAMED, the world's largest trade association for medical technology manufacturers. And we believe that relationship and relationships such as that should be nurtured and are vital for future growth. We said when we announced the PICA transaction in 2008 that it was a model that other companies might find attractive, and that is proven true with Medmark. This transaction has been under discussion since September, and we are pleased to be able to bring it to fruition. On the Nevada transaction, the IND offices and staffs will become our Nevada and Western office, and we intend to build up staff there as we bring claims and other operations in-house. We have been discussing this transaction with them for about six months, 
although our organizations have known each other through competition for much longer. Vic Adamo and Ned Rand, who helped lead our teams in these projects, will outline the steps to complete the transactions and address the financial and systems issues involved. Vic? Thank you, Stan. Uh, both transactions will proceed in much the same way. Medmark is structured as a sponsored demutualization. We've done a number of these in our past M&A history, and we are very familiar with the process. IND is technically a reciprocal, but the process is generally the same. IND will convert from a reciprocal to a stock insurance company, and ProAssurance will simultaneously purchase the stock in a merger transaction. In summary terms, both companies convert according to plans that must be approved by their regulators in their states of domicile. For Medmark, that's for that's Vermont, and for IND, it's Nevada. The policyholders that are eligible to vote is defined in their respective plans, then approved and ultimately receive the proceeds. In the case of Medmark, the plan specifies that $146.2 million will be cash payments to the eligible members with the remaining $7.5 million to be paid in the form of future premium credits. Terms of the IND transaction are not being disclosed due to the non-material size of the transaction. However, I can say that the proceeds are consistent with other transactions in the MPL space. Both IND and Medmark will be notifying policyholders and other constituent groups of the next steps to take in their plans of conversion when they are approved by the regulators. We believe that the advantages of each transaction will earn strong support from the constituents, and we expect to vote sometime this fall with both transactions closing near year-end. Frank? Thanks, Dick. Ned Rand, our CFO, will wrap up prepared remarks with a few financial and systems-related items. Ned? Thanks, Frank. One important point I think we need to stress. These transactions are driven by a shared vision of financial strength and market opportunities on both sides. Both Medmark and IND have strong and healthy balance sheets, but both also recognize that their policyholders will be better served in the future by a larger, deeper organization. I think most of the relevant ratios and data points are in the news releases, so let me focus on the transaction metrics for Medmark. We are paying a fraction under statutory tangible book value for Medmark, so we expect this to be mildly accretive to book value per share if the deal closes in 2012 if the deal closes in 2012. Uh, there's no outstanding debt at Medmark. We will be funding both transactions from existing resources. Like Stan and Vic, I think these are transactions filled with potential. As we have done our due diligence, we have found both organizations to be well-run with excellent accounting, and I think Howard Friedman found much the same thing when his team was reviewing actuarial results. Both Medmark and ProAssurance use the same external actuarial consulting firm, Towers Watson, and although there are different individual actuaries on our respective accounts, both teams are known for their conservative approach to reserving. IND uses Milliman, and we are familiar with their work. We've had plenty of time to do exhaustive due diligence on both sets of reserves. A note about integration. Since Medmark serves a unique customer base, it will continue to serve these customers from its office in Virginia. Medmark will have the financial backing of ProAssurance, and we will add Medmark's investment portfolio to our own operations soon after closing. Where opportunities arise, we will look for opportunities to share resources and back office functions, such as accounting, human resources, and reinsurance. Because of the different nature of Medmark's business, they will continue to use their current and effective data systems. 
So that is another, another immediate integration issue we will not have to address. IND is all, almost self-integrating, if you will. We will be using their offices in the base of the combined Nevada company. Certainly, the HR side of things will require minimal integration because of the limited number of employees. Frank? All right, thanks, Ned. Uh, Pam, we're going to open the line for questions. Thank you. If you would like to ask a question, please signal by pressing the star key followed by the digit 1 on your telephone keypad. If you are using a speakerphone, please make sure your mute function is turned off to allow your signal to reach our equipment. Once again, please press star 1 to ask a question. We'll take our first question from Matt Warman with Keep Bruyette and Woods. Hey, gentlemen, good morning. Morning. Uh, uh, one quick question for uh, Stan. I know you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, looking to get the, the AMBEST upgrade for MedMark uh, as uh, time goes on. I was wondering if you could uh, talk to sort of the importance, because obviously, you know, ratings vary, uh, you know, by line and by market. I want to talk about the importance of that to, to the, uh, the life sciences tech space. You, you know, I think the importance will be demonstrated by the fact that Securing the extension of the A rating to MedMark will make the products offered by MedMark more attractive and acceptable to the MedMark customer base. That is, if you're a products manufacturer or life science industry participant, I think it's important to you to have an A rating in many circumstances. So we think that's just one example of uh, the positive results we'll see from combining the two organizations. I would point out that AMBEST uh, has commented already on the proposed transaction. They've placed the ratings of MedMark's companies under review with positive implications. So see, they see this as a positive step. Okay, great. And then uh, I just wonder if, if you guys could, uh, uh, you know, sort of just talk to the market opportunity for, for ProAssurance uh, sort of in, in this, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, newer derivations of, of the medical field. Uh, obviously, we've talked about, you know, sort of expanding your product base uh, for a number of years now, so it's nice to see, uh, you know, further execution there. Um, you know, is, is this, uh, you know, really where we could see, you know, ProAssurance grow, you know, over the next five to ten years? Yeah, I think we do see opportunities for growth here. As, as you know, we've been saying for quite some time that the changes coming to health care uh, in this country are going to be enormous in many, many respects. As we go forward, ProAssurance will maintain its commitment and fidelity to the physician who is in solo practice or small group practice. But we also have to be in a position to offer our products and to support a whole spectrum of health care providers, from home health care aides to neurosurgeons to hospitals to multidisciplinary groups and to people that participate in every aspect of health care in this country. And that would include people in the life sciences industry and folks that are manufacturing medical products. We think to be all that we can be in this niche of our industry, it is important that we cover the entire spectrum. And that means things as simple as the home health care nurse and things as complicated as the life science industry. And this is a move that is very consistent with where we think health care is going in this country. And we think it will put us in a very, very unique position 
to respond to the changes that are coming. And only one thing is certain, and that is there will be change. Great. Thanks for taking my questions, guys. Thank you. And once again, if you would like to ask a question, please press star 1. We'll take our next question from Mark Hughes with SunTrust. Yeah, thank you very much. Any, uh, you obviously are closing a couple transactions here, so the, the trend is very good lately. Um, with uh, all the tax law changes, all, all the other factors that uh, you have discussed in the past, um, you know, coming to a head or, uh, you know, or uh, becoming more relevant, um, any thoughts on the flow of transactions like this? You know, the, the valuation here, essentially paying book, you know, getting some nice uh, additional premium looks uh you know, if you could do this all day, it seems like that would be great. So maybe just some update on the flow of opportunity. You know, Mark, uh, M&A opportunities remain episodic. You can't predict them. You can't plan them. Uh, we are attentive to every opportunity that presents itself. Uh, we walk away from most of them because we don't think there's the right financial or strategic fit. But when the right ones come along, we're in a position to move and move very quickly on them. Uh, what I read generally in the insurance industry says that there are going to be more and more M&A transactions as we go forward. I have no reason to disagree with that, but I, I don't think that any of us are really in a position to sort of predict what the flow is going to look like. I think ProAssurance is uniquely participated, uh, uniquely situated to participate in that flow if it occurs because uh, we have a very strong balance sheet as you know we have a very conservative style of operations uh, and we have real hands-on experience over the last 25 years in engaging in these transactions and more importantly integrating the transactions and that's a key to it so I think we'll have our opportunities. I can't predict when the next one will come. Uh, as I say, they're episodic, and we have to be opportunistic, and we intend to be. How about that from a reserve standpoint? Um, would you say that their philosophy has been uh, similar to yours? Uh, you've obviously uh, were conservative, and your uh, reserve releases have been quite healthy. Um, how should we think uh, about the reserves for these uh, companies? Mark Howard is here with me in Birmingham, and I'll let Howard respond to that. Hi, Mark. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we spent, uh, as, as uh, Ned and uh, Stan mentioned, we spent a lot of time in the evaluation of the reserves. We think that both companies are, are well-reserved. Uh, Medmark has seen favorable reserve development in uh, many, most of the past 10 years, uh, and certainly more of the recent years. Uh, IND, while smaller, uh, and, and with a relatively uh, young company, uh, has also had favorable reserve development. So we're comfortable with, with both. And we think that uh, both companies are, are reserved well. Thank you. And once again, to ask a question, it's star one on your telephone keypad. We'll take our next question from Joe Mervar with Luma Sales. Uh, hello, and congratulations on the acquisitions. Um, a question on the uh, Medmark. The premium to surplus uh, looks uh, low, the ratio about 0 0.2 times. 
with management wanting to get the A rating, can you just at a very generic level discuss what would sort of a ceiling be on a premium to surplus basis? Hey, hey Joe, it's Ned. Um, it's really, for, for, for Medmark, it's not about the premium to surplus ratio. They, they have certainly plenty of capital to support the, the business they're writing. It's, I think from AMBEST's issue, it's more of a scale issue um, when you look at the marketplace in which they compete. Um, we will uh, most likely be putting in place a quota share reinsurance agreement between Medmark and its subsidiaries and one of the other pro-assurance companies to give it the financial support, uh, the direct financial support of the other pro-assurance entities. Uh, AMBEST, that's one of the things they view as making something kind of integral to the group. Um, and so that's really how we'll be looking at that. It's really not a premium to surplus issue, and we'll probably be evaluating whether or not Medmark and its subsidiaries need all the capital that they have, um, especially once they quota shares in place. Uh, okay, thank you. Again, star one for questions. It appears we have no further questions. I'll turn the conference back over to you, Mr. O'Neill, for any additional or closing comments. All right. Thanks, Pam. We appreciate everybody's attention. We look forward to speaking with you in early August when we release second quarter results. And this does conclude today's conference. Thank you for your participation.